Welcome to It's a Scary Life. I am your host, Melody, and this is my delightful co-host, Ellen. Hey there. And we are here to tell you a little tale this week. Again. Oh God, what is it? (laughs) What is it this time? Yeah, at this point she knows nothing other than the fact that she's going to love ripping the person apart. Not literally, of course. Ideally, they're in jail. Right? But you will be verbally ripping them apart. Oh, yes. <laughs> almost certainly. When have I not? Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to start today off just by giving thanks as you do to our patrons. Y'all are fierce supporters and we love you. We do have a new patron this week. <gasps> my dear loving mother. Yay! <laughs> um, I'm actually super proud that one of our first patrons wasn't one of our moms. Yeah, that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, like, that was wow. That was, that a, was a surprise. That was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. So my mother has, you know, finally caught and caught up <laughs> <laughs> and gotten on the bandwagon. And I thank you, mother. And, you know, just for supporting our show and just being a lovely woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you, our listener, would like to become a patron of the show and support us so we can improve our quality and eat lots of goat cheese after I tell Ellen horrifying things. Oh um, God, do we have goat cheese today? We don't, but <gasps> we can go downstairs and get some. But we can't because we need more patrons. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Yes, we yes. need the money foist. Yes. Yeah. Um, but if you would like to become a patron, you can do so at patreon.com slash it's a scary life and check out uh, the different memberships that we have available there. And so today we're getting into on It's a Scary Life, a topic that will actually excite you a little bit, Ellen, just a tiny bit. Okay. Um, at least you'll in really enjoy tearing the culprit apart. Excellent. So Who's the bastard? Today we follow the story of a young man who felt he was owed attention from every young woman around him and view women not falling at his feet as active rejection. Ooh, I hate him already. Is he dead? I hope that he's dead. Not (laughs) that I would ever wish that on anyone. He is someone who has unfortunately inspired many like him to follow in his footsteps and is even a considered king amongst his followers. Gross. So though most of the people who worship him haven't raised themselves to the level of murder, their forms are filled with praise for what they see as retribution and talk about committing heinous acts themselves so today we dive into the world of elliot roger oh fuck that guy and his philosophies that caused him to commit the 2014 isla vista murders what a little bastard i already hate him i know a little bit about this one because i fucking lived through it not like close by but like you know yeah the news stories You were alive and paying attention. Yes. I hope he is suffering a lot. Not that I would wish suffering on anyone, but in this specific case, I I guess I am. Whoops. (laughs) All right. Tell me about this motherfucker. All right. Elliot Oliver Robertson Roger was born in London on July 24th, 1991 to Peter Roger, a British filmmaker, and Lee Chin Roger, a Malaysian research assistant for a film company. His family moved to the United States and settled in L.A. when Elliot was five years old, presumably to further his parents' careers. Mm -hmm. Elliot's parents divorced, and his father later remarried a Moroccan actress, uh, Sumaya Akabun. Elliot has 
a younger sibling from each of his father's marriages, making him the oldest and supposedly responsible child. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no, that never ends well. From the age of eight, Elliot was being brought into therapy to test and treat various mental illnesses and disorders. He was never formally diagnosed with any illness, but was put on a treatment plan for signs of anxiety and depression, which to me shows signs of a personality disorder, but formally he was being treated as if he had some sort of developmental disorder. Okay. Don't a lot of therapists like refuse to officially diagnose someone until they're a certain age? It depends on the disorder, yeah. Yeah. Um, So personality disorder, they wouldn't until at least 18 Okay. And some wait till about 2021. Because your brain? Because your brain needs to develop, yeah. Yeah. Um, But things like sometimes generalized anxiety disorder and depression can get diagnosed fairly early in life. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So Elliot was prescribed different medication to try and see what would help him. And when he was really young, generally it was just sort of forced on him and he would take it. But as he got older, he refused to take anything. So despite having no real diagnosis, Elliot's mother insisted he had Asperger's syndrome, which for those of you who don't know the history of Asperger's syndrome, it was created by Hans Asperger, a Nazi. Fucking Nazi. To distinguish autistic people who blend in more with society as better than autistic people who don't. When Asperger worked inside concentration camps for Nazi Germany, he would screen the children for mental illness. When it came to the ones who displayed signs of autism, if they met his standard of normal, which is based mostly on social functioning, they were released to work. If the children showed signs of functioning differently from others, they were sent to the gas chambers. Because of this history, many people in the autism community are dropping the term altogether and just using autistic. But, you know, personally, I think Elliot's mother wanted her son to have what's seen as a model disability instead of having like a mental illness or disorder that comes with like like the savant kind mm -hmm. of stereotype could come in, even if that's not applicable in this case. Exactly. Or he could um, avoid stigma as well. Right. In school, Elliot was heavily bullied by a few of his classmates. He claimed that it was impossible for him to make friends, though many of Elliot's classmates have later said that he would often reject others' attempts at being friendly when he was young. Yep. Which, I mean, it could also be like, he rejects them because he just assumes they're going to reject him. Right. And it's like, like, I'm not blaming a kid prophecy. for not wanting to make friends. Yeah. Like, like it like happens. You're tiny and you probably have a lot of anxiety issues. The world is big and confusing, especially if like, someone in his life has been saying like oh well you have something that makes it difficult for you to make friends and you're being bullied already like that can create a situation Mm -hmm. doesn't excuse murder or misogyny for that matter yeah fucking okay anyways so elliot jumped between a few different high schools no doubtedly because elliot's parents thought the rejection issues was the other kids and not their son's personality making it hard for him to make friends So because of his isolation and the time period he was growing up in, Elliot found solace in online communities. Was it Reddit, 4chan? So he would play World of Warcraft in Ah. high school and kind of into his early 20s. In his college years, Elliot was taking classes at different city colleges and he started a vlog on YouTube where he talked about his loneliness and constant rejection from others. Oh, that's right like a 
dick. Not that there's anything wrong with putting your personal <laughs> life on display for millions of people to watch. Okay, when I say it like that, but, you know, <laughs> do what you want with your life, but maybe not when you're a teenager and your brain is still not fully developed. Or, you know, with actual coherent thoughts and not just rants about how no one wants to kiss you and suck your dick. That'd be nice. Was that what it was about? My God, can't people just... <sighs> Gross. Yeah. I mean... Sexuality is wonderful and whatever, but like, don't fucking make YouTube videos whining about how you're not getting any. Just yeah. Um, his videos were all like him sitting in his car with his, you know, cell phone on the dashboard, talking at it. So and not trying even like good quality videos. And certain angles. I've seen this kid. Yeah. That's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Like, nah. Yeah. Nah, some people just can't do the seductive thing, and I don't think with his terrible personality that he could yeah and honestly if if at this point he doesn't understand the reason he feels rejected at all the time is because of his own personality stuff like i I don't think he ever will no yeah um but (laughs) during this time period in his life in 2012 he had made one friend he felt had truly understood him but according to Elliot, that friend told him he didn't want to hang out anymore without offering a reason. And then it was around right after that, that he started practicing with handguns at shooting ranges. Oh my God. In November, 2012, he purchased a Glock 34 in Goleta, which is not far from Isla Vista. Choosing the Glock 34 because it was an efficient and highly accurate weapon, his exact words, which... Honestly, yeah, I do agree. Glock 34 <laughs> is a very good gun. I mean, so would you recommend this to like any of our viewers on the lookout for like a efficient and... Yeah, if you want a decent handgun without too much kickback, a Glock 34 is going to be your pal. Learn new things every day. All right. <laughs> so, all right. I'm um, guessing he didn't just like shoot at fucking neighborhood cats like any regular creep, right? No, unfortunately... I mean, you shouldn't shoot at cats either. I'm just from Missouri, so people do shit sometimes. But online, through video game forums and YouTube, Elliot Elliot became increasingly involved in forums from the Manosphere. (sighs) So what is the Manosphere? A bunch of dicks. (laughs) Not even physical dicks. Like, not to be gender essentialist, but just like a lot of assholes. (laughs) who don't respect women and who think that they deserve a woman as a prize for existing and not just like any woman like they want a hot one oh yeah they want like not gonna talk back and can like cook Mm -hmm. they want a mom who they can also fuck who's also a housekeeper yep yeah who also maybe likes video games but like not so much that they're better than them (sighs) it's true (laughs) it's true Someone to bolster their perceived masculinity and never threatening it and, you know, yeah. suck their dick some or, you know, lick them if that's what they like. I don't know. <laughs> lick them, bite them, scrape the teeth, whatever they're into. Put it in a cage. People like weird stuff. Um, I'm not here to judge. I'm here to judge this specific man. <laughs> and like the manosphere in general, not your kinks, but like. Listen, kinks are kinks. The misogyny. Practice it safely, safe, sane, consensual. Yeah. The misogyny is our problem. Yes, we don't like misogyny. (laughs) 
So the manosphere refers to online communities that promote masculinity, extreme opposition, opposition to feminism and misogyny. Groups that fall into the manosphere are men's rights activists, men going their own way, which is an online group promoting men separate themselves from women (laughs) and society, which has been corrupted by feminism. Fucking do it, man. Please do. Please leave. If you feel that deeply, do it. Um, Pickup artists, fathers' rights groups. Have you ever read any of those pickup artist books? Oh, they're terrible. They're terrible. My mom got me one before I went off to college specifically. She like bought it. And she was like, Ellen, you need to read this so that you don't get duped into anything by a guy. Oh. And I did. And let me tell you, I don't... As as disinterested as I was in dating then, (laughs) who, buddy, that just... Oh, yeah. Who? The disgusting things they will say. Um, it's gross obviously hashtag not all men but definitely the manosphere but definitely some of them um but it also includes uh father's rights groups and incels or involuntary celibates the worst truly disgusting listen i get wanting if you're into that wanting some comfort from and empathy from people who are also not getting fucked who want to be fucked that being said yeah it's one thing to have a support group right but the second that that support group becomes like the people who are rejecting me are the problem yep that's when it gets gross like you can have a especially because like the kids are coming in that are like what like 13 14 15 it's like, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. It's fine that nobody wants to kiss you. It's like no one's having sex with you because, because you're, you're a child. Baby. <laughs> also, you like, are all children. It's I don't know fine. what everybody what everybody else's middle schools were like. No one should have been fucking each other in middle school. They were some of them, but like God damn, everybody had enough going on with the pimples and the Yeah, but ugh. I would say the people who spend the most time on like the actual forums and things like that are adults. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you get, you know, like teenagers coming on there, getting radicalized, yeah. fanning out into other groups and, you know, murdering some folks. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So let's be clear about something. The manosphere is mostly a place for abusive men to come in together and talk about how other people wanting to hold them accountable for how they hurt others is oppressive. These are men who give in to the idea that men have uncontrollable sexual desires and it is A, a woman's responsibility not to get raped, and B, a woman's responsibility to have sex with them if they choose her. Okay, can we just point out how fucked it is that guys are just like, well, or these guys specifically are just like, well, obviously I can't control myself. Yep. Literally, there are animals that can control themselves better than I can. So none of this is my fault. Mm -hmm. Like, think better of yourself. Right. Do better. Tear out your own eyes. I don't know. Whatever whatever (laughs) Jesus said that one time. Oh, yeah. Gouge out your own eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't actually self-harm. Or like at the Talmud with the the rabbis saying, (laughs) let him die. You should at least be able to gaze at her through a fence. No, let him die. fucking let him die. He'll die of blue balls. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, 
so men in these forms tend to see themselves as beyond improvement for women despite their low self-esteem and constant discussions about how ugly or inadequate they are. Pickup artists specifically thrive on tricking women with low self-esteem into bed, no matter there are a thousand failures before finding someone weak enough to be tricked or just drunk enough, to be honest. Also, if you're constantly looking at yourself going, I'm ugly, I'm ugly, I'm ugly, you're going to start, like your behaviors are going to start reflecting your inner attitude towards yourself. Yeah. I mean, let alone that, like your, your face, your face will concentrate, like, yeah your thoughts are reflected on your face a lot more than you think (laughs) listen if it helps get some get some mascara get a little eyeliner treat yourself right like get it these they're too masculine for that what you could do one of the trying to feminize them ellen i mean i'm just saying a little feminism wouldn't hurt you sound like a feminazi I mean, I resent the last part of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right, so. so when you see obscure politicians running on platforms to make sex with children legal <gasps> or assign women to men to have sex with, which is unfortunately real platforms people have run on in America, they get that philosophy and support from the manosphere. Wait, go back. Oh yeah, Oomst. You didn't hear about the guy in Virginia? Oh, oh yeah. Well, it's Virginia. <laughs> I. And then there was another in um, Tennessee. Okay. Let me take this back a notch. What year was this? Twenty eighteen was Virginia. Okay. I think Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. He ran twenty eighteen and twenty twenty. Yep. You know, the handmaid's tale gets a lot of things wrong. But you know that you know that <laughs> part where they just like hand them a guy and they're like he has done a crime and all the handmaidens get to just like beat the shit out of him? Yeah. I get that urge sometimes mm. when I hear about things like this. You'll really like season 4 then. I'm not watching it. I read oh. the book. I read the book. And then they started diverging from the book in the first season, and I got pissed. And also, it was like, what? Purist. Anyways, go on. Online, uh, the incel community specifically worships Elliot Roger for the crimes he commits. He is seen as someone who fought for their retribution for all the sex they believe that they are rightfully owed. What the fuck? Yeah. So let's talk a little more deeply about Elliot's personal belief system. Do we have to? Yeah. Okay. Gotta kind of understand where he's coming from a little bit so we can hate him better. I already do. (laughs) Go on. Let's hear about this bastard man. So in his videos on YouTube, Elliot talks about how girls always reject him despite the fact that he is the perfect gentleman. What makes him the perfect gentleman, you ask? Well, he has a nice car. And he comes from a rich family. And, oh, oh, he considers himself to be very hot. (laughs) Listen, I'm not saying there's nothing the kid could have done. I mean, you know. He wasn't bad looking. No. He just had a shitty attitude, which made him very unattractive. And it showed on his fucking face. Yeah. You know, like, that doesn't, none of, okay. In the 21st century, none of those things make you a gentleman. In, like, previous centuries, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. We're talking... 
personality when we talk gentlemen in in this day and age like oh you have a Bruce landau oh la it isn't yeah 1810 fuck off yeah go on he had like a bmw i think it's a fine car i guess i don't know enough about cars for that to mean shit to me it's just it's expensive and german and fancy okay yeah and he's he just doesn't understand why aren't women just you know giving themselves to him he's so pretty he has nice things he has british blood So does every chav on the street. (laughs) I mean, listen, the British at one point can colonize like half the fucking world. Yeah. Lots of people have some British blood in them. Wanted or not. Right. So as laid out in his manifesto, Elliot believes that women not immediately fawning over him is rejection. There is an incident he talks about where he saw a couple sitting on a bench talking and kissing. Elliot became enraged at this woman's rejection of him by being out with another man. Wait, what? Yeah. Did he know her? No. Did I <laughs> Someone fucked up with this child, man, bastard person. I think probably when he was a child someone fucked up majorly in his raising. I'm going to go with daddy. I'm going to go with his dad. I mean, listen, I'm not here to point fingers, but I'm not going to, you know, fight you on that either. (laughs) But like this man thinks that like someone kissing someone else's rejection when you don't fucking know them. Yep. Oh, my God. Jail. Jail for a thousand years. (laughs) Not actually. I don't support overly long jail sentences. Although, I mean, he was someone who at least needed to be separated for a little while. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that I'm like, that I think that he should be freed without like some real work being done. Yeah. If ever. I just was memeing. Yeah. yeah. But because of this perceived rejection, Elliot walked up to the couple and poured his drink on them. Oh god. What he's one of those big city just random assholes. I yep. hate him. <sighs> yeah. He doesn't know either of these people. And another time, he threw his coffee at two girls who didn't smile at him when he smiled. What a disgusting little gremlin. Fucking. Elliot also lays out feelings of self-loathing for being mixed race and different from the normal fully white kids. I'm not going to touch that one. I'm not qualified. Not touching it. The normal fully white kids. I mean, I can get it. Especially this white supremacy is seductive. It's very easy to internalize racism. Was there a period in time where I kind of wanted to be white? Yes, because I was young and I wanted to be like, you know, treated nicely. That's fair. But consider you can handle amazing levels of spice. That is true. That I cannot. So really, who's the winner here? And they have amazing cheekbones. Fucking amazing cheekbones. Great skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very pretty hair. <laughs> so in his manifesto, he states his disgust at interracial dating and sees white women with men of any other racial group as something that makes you want to quit life. But he is a man of another racial group. Yep. He... Which is why there's a lot of self-loathing in there. I get that. I fully get that. 
has this guy ever tr- I feel like he hasn't talked to like real people a lot. No, he really hasn't. And he hasn't he doesn't connect. No. And that's listen, sometimes it's hard to connect with people, but you you got to try. You got to try connecting. Like connect with weird people. It works better. But maybe not this guy. I don't mm. Right? I'm not being his friend. <laughs> Ugh creep and this is why a lot of the really creepy ones don't have connection because who wants to be friends with them mm-hmm. who wants to be friends with you it's like the columbine thing where like they were like oh they were rejected it's like they were like being little neo-nazis uh also that was utter bullshit oh yeah they weren't being rejected at all yeah. we'll go over that sometime oh no <laughs> what have i done <laughs> no it's i mean it's a very important case i think I it's know. worth a a touch i know it's just deeply fucked up (laughs) it is so the incident that elliot claims was the last straw on a pile of rejections that made him write his manifesto and plan his killing spree happened in july 2013 elliot wrote he was mocked at a party by some girls and he felt the appropriate reaction was to attempt to shove them off a 10-foot ledge what yep what what a couple of the guys at the party who saw it happen then shoved him over the ledge. Love that. Injuring Elliot's ankle. Oh, no. Elliot then went back to get his sunglasses because he's an idiot. And the guys who saw him, who saw the attempted shove, mocked and beat him up, which fair. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. You shouldn't shove people off ledges, but also you shouldn't shove people off ledges. So, right? Yeah. I was kind of hoping that, like, he would come back up, grab the sunglasses, and they'd push him over. <laughs> like a fucking cartoon. <gasps> All right. So this this was it. Two two girls at a party were talking shit because they were at a party. Or it, they said something he thought was talking shit. Right. Even if they were talking probably shit, probably drunk though. or high. <gasps> and say things at a like, party? <laughs> Melody! <gasps> like they pro- they probably say a lot of weird things that could easily be misconstrued or they're just mean people i don't know he seems like the kind of person who would want to hang out with mean people yeah i can see that so after that a neighbor who'd seen elliot come home crying said that he would kill all of them and then kill himself and from this moment he wrote he began writing his manifesto So in the time while he was planning, while writing what would be a 1,000 or 107,000 word manifesto. Oh, my God. And planning his murder spree. How long did it take him to write that? Just out of curiosity. A few months. Man, I mean, listen, I hate this Determination, man. I wish I had his output, though. Right? Can you imagine, like, 100,000 words in, like, a few months? Right, though? It'd That's great. magical. I've, I've known one person personally to do it, and they literally have or had cancer while doing it and writing as their coping skill. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> it's, you know, yeah. it's them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that kind of determination is so rare. And the time. Right. Like, who has the time? Someone who is a college dropout and doesn't want to socialize with others. We are at this point talking about Elliot, not our dear friend. Yes. Lovely and we love her. Yes. She is fantastic. Not a college dropout. About to start grad school. 
We're very proud. Very proud. All right. So this fucker somehow is like a more prolific writer than I am and <laughs> uses that skill to be a racist, misogynistic piece of trash. Yep. Go on. Yeah. So uh, Elliot originally considered the date for his retribution to be on Halloween. Fucking retribution. I Fuck know. Off. Manifesto and retribution. I hate these words so much. Why? I feel like I need to be drunk. I don't <laughs> drink a lot ever. There's a Rioja. Anywho. So um, he originally considered his date for the retribution to be on Halloween, but concluded. You wanted to be on Halloween, fucking dumbass. Concluded that because it's a holiday, there would be too much police around, which, yes, you you thought something correct Uh, for once, Elliot. I mean, dipshit. (laughs) Elliot also posted increasingly violent and misogynistic videos on YouTube, complaining of his loneliness and how he is owed a girlfriend to fuck, saying racist things and... talking about how no woman should choose anyone but him despite him not being full white you know usually i'm kind of leery on this topic but like this was like 2013 right 2014 at this point point, yeah there were some pretty realistic sex dolls on the market there were i'm just saying couldn't he have just like he didn't even have to get the full doll he could have just like he could have financed it like, oh yeah he could have financed because the thing is he paid for all the guns from just like money his parents and grandparents would hand oh him my god just get some sex toys i swear <sighs> what he wants is a doll anyway right he doesn't like, want a person with opinions or yeah. and i get thoughts. that like the blow-up dolls are like a little like unlifelike oh, i god, guess yeah. so like Get one of those fancy schmancy ones that they're making in wherever. And I'm sure yeah. it, had he not spent money on guns and going to could the shooting range, it. he could have afforded it. They could even have said some phrases and stuff. And like, <laughs> then like, would I still be creeped out by him? Yes. Would we be talking about him on our fucking true crime podcast? No. No. Just fuck a robot. Yeah. Please. Unless they're sentient. Then <laughs> I don't know. I have concerns i don't know whatever anyway so some more escalating incidents occurred while elliot wrote and planned his perfect retribution in january 2014 elliot accused one of his roommates chen huan hong of stealing some candles um he's also known as james i'll be referring to him as james for the rest of this okay um elliot had brought james in through a citizen's arrest uh, to have him charged what for some candles oh chang pled guilty but the police no the police felt there was insufficient evidence for the theft and dismissed the charges (laughs) which good on them oh did he get another place to live melody is he gonna be okay Mallet, fuck. So then fuck, on April 30th, 2014, Elliot's parents contacted police about being a potential danger because of some of the behavior that they were seeing from him and what he was saying in a lot of his vlogs because they're actually paying attention. I mean, which is surprising. It's something. Sheridan's deputies did a check on him and found that Elliot didn't meet the criteria for an involuntary health commitment. They even noted he seemed like a good kid. Elliot managed to downplay the situation to police and was able to portray everything as a misunderstanding and family squabble. Did the police watch the videos? 
Yeah, these officers didn't do their due diligence and watch mm. the videos that concerned his parents in the first place before doing their check hmm. and definitely decided that it wasn't important after. Nor did they run a gun check at the time to see that he had recently acquired three automatic weapons. I hate this fucking country. I hate yep. it. So the day before his murder spree, Elliot made his infamous retribution video he uploaded to YouTube mid-spree. His entire sick, narcissistic worldview was stated for all to hear in the video. And it has been taken down from YouTube. And the only place you can watch it now that aren't in cell forms is the New York Times website from their archives. Mm. In the video, he states, Tomorrow is the day of retribution. The day in which I will have my revenge against humanity. Against all of you. For the last eight years of my life... Ever since I hit puberty, I've been forced to endure an existence of loneliness, rejection, and unfulfilled desires, all because girls have never been attracted to me. Oh my god, what a stupid finish. Girls, I mean, no, god. that's not the finish. He would, No, but he like it felt like he was building to something, and then it's like, because nobody's going to kiss me. Like, fuck off. Go girls on. gave their affection and sex and love to other men, but never me. I'm 22 years old and still a virgin. <laughs> I've never Sir? even kissed a girl. Sir, that's not that's not as big a deal as you think, it's bro. It's so not. Dumbass. I've been through college for two and a half years. More than that, actually. And I'm still a virgin. Oh, no. It has been very torturous. College is, is a time where everyone experiences those things such as sex and fun and pleasure. Within those years, I've had a, to rot in loneliness. It's not fair. You girls have never been attracted to me. I don't know why you girls aren't attracted to me, but I will keep punish you, you all you girls. For it. What the fuck? <laughs> this fucking twerp. <sighs> it's an injustice. A crime. Because I don't know what you don't see in me. What a fucking sentence, my dude. I'm the perfect guy. Yet you Bro. throw at yourselves at these obnoxious men instead of me. Bro. The supreme gentleman. The supreme... <laughs> <laughs> That's how he opens it. There's another like solid <laughs> no. five minutes of him ranting. Don't Please, Melody, I'm so tired. <laughs> I I think I'm done with humanity. I, <laughs> I think what were the guys who were gonna go and live in the world in the woods? Uh, you the, know the, the fucking separatist men. Uh, men who go, go men go their own way. Lady goes her own way. I'm done. I'm out. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't want to live in a society anymore. Yeah. Fuck. Once I figure out how to build a solar generator and a windmill, it's over for you bitches. You're never going <laughs> to see me. And by over, I mean you're never seeing me again. Nice. Me and Hess are going to go to the woods. Live out. I mean, Hess would love that. Uh, she gets scared when I try and take her outside. I don't know how jazzed she'd be. She's still young. It's fine. She is still young. We're going to raise goats and grow potatoes and some chickens. Nice. And some garlic so we can have garlic mashed potatoes. <laughs> I'll go into the world once a month to buy groceries. <laughs> and that's it. I'm done. Nice. 
fucking done. All right, so then he murdered some folks. Yeah. On May 23rd, 2014, Elliot emailed his manifesto titled, My Twisted World, <laughs> The Story of Elliot Roger. No! To his parents, his therapist, and his childhood schoolmates. Oh, his poor therapist. Elliot began his killing spree by killing his roommate, Sonia La Vista, California. Fuck you. Police were able to determine that, that Elliot had attacked them as each entered the apartment. <gasps> Elliot stabbed Weihan Wang, age 20, also oh known as Will, God. 15 times and slashed him 23 times. Oh my God. Shane Yuan Hung, also known as James, age 20, <gasps> no. suffered 25 stab wounds and 12 slashes. Oh my God. And George Chen, age, age 19, was given a whopping 94 stab wounds oh, and 11 goddess. lashes. Oh, those poor kids. Mm -hmm. After killing the three men, Elliot attempted to clean the apartment hallway. I think mostly to prevent himself from tailing blood on his shoes and cleaned mm. himself up. At about 8.30, he was uh, seen at a local coffee shop getting coffee. And then he was seen hanging out in his car in the apartment building parking lot. I mean, you got to stay caffeinated for these things. Of course. It's a bastard. It's a big job. It was at this time that he uploaded his retribution video to Dip YouTube. Shit. The video was uploaded and live on YouTube at 9.17 p.m. By this time, Elliot's parents had contacted police about Elliot. Good. And his therapist maintained such a close eye on him that he was able to inform Elliot's parents of the video within, within minutes of it being Good. uploaded. Good. That is a solid fucking therapist. He probably saved lives. Police are now at this point beginning to look for Elliot Roger. Mm -hmm. So after his upload was finished, Elliot makes his way to the Alpha Pi uh, or no, Alpha Phi sorority in Santa Barbara to carry out the next part of his plan. He planned to enter the sorority house and shoot everyone he could find inside. When what he got the to the fuck? door, though, he knocked and there was not any answer because, you know, it's a Friday night and it's a sorority yep. house. And, you know, the only people home are sober systems and they, they aren't opening the door for your murderous ass. Right. They aren't opening the door for nobody. Mm-hmm. So Elliot settled for standing near the sorority house and firing at any passerby that he saw. During this point of his spree, he killed Catherine Brennan Cooper, age 22, who was shot eight times, and Veronica Weiss, uh, or Veronica Elizabeth Weiss, age 19, who was shot seven times. Bianca DeCock, age 20, was injured during this part alongside Catherine and Veronica. But was she okay? Yes, so she lived. Okay, cool. Injured means yeah. not dead. I know. <laughs> I didn't know if she'd been injured and then she, like, died later. Yeah, I would say that in the sentence. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought you were maintaining suspense. So Elliot then took off in his car and began shooting at random out his window. He shot into an empty coffee shop and then into a delicatessen and killed Christopher Ross Michaels Martinez, age 20, with a single bullet wound to the chest. He then drove the wrong way down Embarcadero del Norte, striking and injuring Jin Fu, who survived his well, injuries. Yeah. 
Elliot then drove recklessly through the town shooting at businesses and women. Elliot injured many through this portion of his spree by shooting at people and striking them with his car. He was found by police in his car at 9.35 p.m. He had died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. He was found with three pistols, knives, six empty 10-round magazines, and 548 rounds of unused ammunition in his car. Did you ever watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah. You know the part where they're in Florida? It's like, yeah. do you want the box of ammo or the bullet? You know, like you want the, the, the box of ammo or the bucket, and they, they get like a just a solid bucket of bullets. Yeah, that's the thing. I hate it. There are places where you can buy ammunition by the pound. Okay, by the pound makes sense. Yeah. Pulling out a <laughs> random fucking bucket. It. <sighs> I mean, that, that just sounds like a Florida shooting range, to be honest. <laughs> that's just... That's Florida for you. Uh, I mean, on the one, I, I, I am sorry that he decided to take himself out of the equation because I would have liked him to go through the criminal justice system such as it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that is a thing he should have had control over. I do not think that. So in interviews, which his father gave many. Peter Roger claims that the family had no signs of this type of behavior. (laughs) That it could not have been predicted, which, as we all know, is a bold-faced lie. Bullshit. What about that wellness checkup? (laughs) Exactly. Elliot showed so many signs of this behavior that it would become his endgame. So much so he was in mental health counseling as young as eight because they were concerned enough about him to put him in therapy. Which sounds so normal now, but this was the late 90s. Right. People really only did that if there was real concern or if the teacher convinced that their par- the parents that the kid had ADHD. Right. So Peter, in making this claim, is doing what a lot of the journalists who cover the case do for Elliot. They try to portray him as a lone wolf who couldn't have gotten this ideology anywhere but from his own twisted mind. Oh, fuck that. And this is not healthy. And in research, I saw some definite portrayals of this. And it's just, it's not true. Elliot got his beliefs from the society we live in. From backlash towards women fighting for our rights to the boys will be voiced mentality about young men expecting and feeling owed sex to white supremacist hatred of race mixing. Elliot was immersed in a world that told him he deserved what he wanted for having British blood, nice things, and a penis. He chose to stroll into that rabbit hole and not come out. He didn't want to analyze anything about himself that could be improved. He chose to listen to the parts of him that read everything as rejection. And he carried out these murders because even with attempts to intervene... He wasn't going to respond in a way that interfered with his sense of power. His victims were memorialized May 24th, 2014 with a candlelight vigil and given another vigil on the first anniversary, May 23rd, 2015 at UCSB. Unfortunately, the legacy of Elliot Roger doesn't end with people remembering those he stole from the world. Incel communities have crowned him king and named him their guardian angel. Also, weren't, wasn't there, like, a solid group of women who were like, I don't get it. He's hot. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's like, one of my memories Terrifying. of this case. When it was happening, it's just people the groupies. being like, 
I can't imagine why he couldn't find a girlfriend. Look at him. And it's like, sweetie, ma'am, he's killed people. There's a reason there's a term pick me. But men who feel women reject them at every turn and refuse to look inward as to why people are disinterested in them worship Elliot Roger for killing in their names. Spree killers have since named Elliot Roger as one of their inspirations for carrying out their own anti-woman murder sprees. Like Lee Harvey Oswald inspired presidential shootings for a couple decades afterwards. Elliot Roger's legacy may inspire many more to fall into the manosphere rabbit hole and earn their own title in infamy. I mean, at least people choose to be president. Not to, not that I advocate shooting public figures, because that's wrong. But at least, like, you dudes got to, like, go and, like, sign up for it. I didn't sign up to be born a woman. I didn't sign up to look like I look. Some people do sign up to be the gender that they are. Yeah. And that's awesome and good for them. And no one deserves harassment for their gender, no, no matter. Exactly. No matter what your gender, you don't deserve harassment. A lot of a lot of women did not choose to be women. We were born into it and never questioned it until, you know, our sense of self was so enshrined with womanhood that like there was no way to like untangle the two. I could choose to run for president. So like Lee Harvey Oswald sucks. Elliot fucking whatever his name is. I don't care what his name is. He sucks. <laughs> he doesn't fucking deserve it. Yeah. He doesn't fucking deserve sympathy. He doesn't. I mean, like, obviously you should analyze him and like figure out what makes him tick so you can stop other bastards from doing the same thing. But like, I mean, good riddance to bad rubbish. Yeah. Sorry. Is that too te- dehumanizing? I know we're trying not to do that on the <laughs> podcast. No, good riddance to bad rubbish is a really great phrase. Hell yeah. <laughs> he is a garbage human being. He was. He was a human being, but he was also garbage, garbage at it. Garbage. Love it. Remember, terrible person. Yeah. Don't kill people. Don't be a garbage human being. Go to therapy. Yeah. If you feel anything similar to what Elliot feels, reevaluate your life, please. Yeah. And for the love of what the fuck. Tell your therapist before you go on a killing spree, like well before, like talk to them about it or don't go on a killing spree. Don't play on the killing spree. Right. You don't, shouldn't. Don't play with those thoughts when you have the thoughts. Don't play with them. Compartmentalize, folks. It's how we all get by. Okay. It's how I get by. <laughs> Melody's done more inner work than I have. Uh- <laughs> I mean, I, I, I still have to compartmentalize. A lot of my compartmentalization is less violent because I have a lot more sexual feelings than you do. Fair enough. Compartmentalize. Don't kill. Can that be our slogan? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Compartmentalize. Don't kill. <laughs> uh, well, this was deeply miserable. Yeah. It was fun dunking on him, though. Oh, God, yes. he He's truly the worst. And watching the retribution video, actually hearing him say it in his own words, you just sit there being like, you are such an idiot. I hate everything about you. And... And do you remember when this case was coming out and there were all these men who were like, well, maybe if some girls gave him a chance. Do you know oh, what absolutely. he would have done to a, to any woman who showed actual interest? Yeah, he would have treated her horribly. Yeah, like... He was not a good person in the first place. Saying women should give the time of day to violent men is 
only going to hurt those women or you know just any man they're not interested right any man they're not interested yeah but especially ones who have proven to be violent oh yeah suggesting that maybe they wouldn't have been if they'd gotten what they wanted Mm -hmm. nah nah yeah we would be dealing with a domestic violence case yeah i'm almost positive and probably a killing spree as well yeah something i have seen in talking about like incel forums and things like that i'll see screenshots and Mm -hmm. grab and one of the common themes you'll see are you know women used to basically be handed to a dude which in some cases was true you you basically just bought the woman from her father and she was handed to you right um but which in fairness on class yeah and in fairness for a lot of these dudes that's how it would have worked for them if they were in those centuries. And so right. they're just pissed off that they can't just buy a human being. Which unfortunately you still can. Which what the fuck? I'm just saying it is a thing and it happens and it happens in the US and it's yep. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. We shouldn't be able to buy people. We shouldn't. Including adoption. You shouldn't be allowed to buy a person. You that's, shouldn't be able to so buy weird. a person. I'm all for like getting like parents getting money to help support children mm-hmm. i am not for yeah no mm. yeah no i i don't like the america's like i th- believe the only country that makes you pay to adopt i think i could be wrong but yeah oh my god yeah and for somehow it doesn't count as trafficking fuck yeah okay <laughs> okay and then you see that a lot of those kids are coming from low-income homes yep and a lot of low-income homes have to also be filled with people of color. Exactly. Ah! Yeah, one of the teachers who taught me, who was just treated me truly the worst and could was totally blind to how she mm-hmm. was so casually racist, adopted a very black child. It was horrifying. Oh, goddess. Well, I am thoroughly yeah. miserable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe we should... Uh, wrap this up. Yeah, r- wrap it yeah. up. Get you home for your other stuff. Yeah. I got to do laundry. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we hope that you uh, go get therapy. Go to therapy. Um, It's fun. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, It's a scary life. You can also support the show at patreon.com slash it's a scary life. And we will hopefully be in your ears very, very soon. And, you know, just go get therapy. Do the inner work. You are good enough. I and be promise. kind to other people. Please. Exactly. Yeah. Or, or at the very least, just be civil and don't kill people. Yeah. Be kind. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This All is right. Ellen Melody signing off. Oh, <laughs> <but>. <laughs>